Welcome to another episode of Accounting Recounted. I'm your host, Amanda Hendren, and today we are diving deep into a topic that's often overlooked, but absolutely critical to the success and longevity of any business, and that is internal controls. We'll explore why they're essential, the potential risks of neglecting them, and most importantly, practical tips and advice on implementing effective internal controls in your business. So buckle up for a journey into the world of safeguarding your business. To kick things off, let's establish a fundamental understanding of what internal controls are and why they matter. Internal controls are processes policies, and practices implemented by an organization to ensure reliability of financial reporting, the effectiveness and efficiency of operations, and compliance with laws and regulations. Internal controls are like the checks and balances within a company. They help prevent fraud, errors, and ensure that the organization is running smoothly. Without them, a business could face various challenges, including financial mismanagement, loss of assets, and damage to its reputation. So what are some key areas where internal controls play a crucial role? Well, of course, this is a finance podcast, so we're going to talk about finances, right? Financial transactions are a major focus when it comes to internal controls. Businesses need to ensure that their financial records are accurate and that there are mechanisms in place to detect and prevent any loss. And make note that it's not just about finances, though. Internal controls extend to operational processes, IT systems, and even compliance with legal and regulatory requirements. Okay, so we know it's important across the board. And now that we understand the importance, let's move on to the risks of not having adequate internal controls. What are the risks and why should businesses be concerned? Well, one major risk is, of course, the potential for fraud. Without proper internal controls, employees or external entities can exploit weaknesses in your businesses or in your business systems for personal gain. As we know, fraud can take on many different forms, the misappropriation of assets to financial statement fraud. And it's not just about intentional wrongdoing, right? Sometimes it's a matter of unintentional errors or omissions that could lead to major problems for your business that might result in things like increased cost, wasted resources, and ultimately impact your bottom line. Not to mention it could harm your business's reputation, which we obviously do not want. Now that we understand the risks, let's shift our focus to how you can implement effective internal controls in your business. First and foremost, I recommend conducting a thorough risk assessment of your business processes. Identify potential vulnerabilities in your processes and procedures and prioritize those areas that require immediate attention. Now, depending on your company size and the complexity of your business, you might be able to do this assessment yourself. But I recommend hiring an outside team to perform this assessment just because a third party always sort of helps in this type of situation. You might also assume that an auditor would take care of monitoring your internal controls, but a lot of times I've found that auditors focus so much on the technical accounting requirements side and not on the key to fraud, theft, and crime, which is human behavior. That's the key to it all. Sometimes I guess your auditors might ask like about certain processes or procedures just to get an idea of your segregation of duties, but I found that they're not really looking closely at that human behavior aspect of things. On the other hand, risk assessment lays uh, the foundation for designing controls that specifically address the unique risks that your business faces. And speaking of segregation of duties, what is that, right? Well, it's essentially 
not letting one single person have control over an entire process. Doing so helps prevent any single individual from having the ability to commit and conceal fraud. So for example, you wouldn't necessarily want the same person to handle your business's full accounts payable process, meaning receiving the invoices, entering and issuing checks, approving payments, and mailing those checks. Because who's who's checking that person, right? Who's, who's making sure that they're not committing any fraud? It's all about creating a system of checks and balances. It's going to protect you and it also protects your employees because it's eliminating that temptation, if you will. As we wrap up our discussion, let's highlight some best practices for businesses looking to implement internal controls effectively. Communication is key, okay? Ensure that everyone in your organization understands the importance of internal controls and their role in maintaining them. Your employees should be aware of the controls that are in place, understand why they exist, and feel empowered to report any irregularities. In addition, ongoing training is essential. As your business environment evolves, so should your internal controls. Regular training ensures that your employees stay informed about the new risks and how to mitigate them. Let's not forget about documentation. Detailed documentation of processes and controls not only ensures clarity, but also provides a valuable resource for auditors and investigators, if it comes down to it. And there you have it, listeners. Internal controls are the backbone of a well-functioning and secure business. Remember, it's not just about compliance, it's about safeguarding the future of your business. Businesses that invest in robust internal controls aren't just protecting themselves, but they're also setting the stage for sustainable growth and success. Thank you listeners for tuning in again to this episode of Accounting Recounted. As always, stay informed, stay empowered, and stay tuned for more engaging discussions on topics that matter most to your business. Have a great day.